You're a wizard, Harry. Potter Book Club for the Prisoner of Azkaban with Sarah Tompkins, Vijaya Shrestha, and I'm Michael DeMauro. This week we discuss Chapter 22, Owl Post Again. We wrap up our feelings about the Prisoner of Azkaban, and there's a shocking <laughs> conclusion to the Quizage Cup. <laughs> Hey, hey, folks! Hi. Who's ready for some great Quizage action? I hate you. Every, Go away. Everybody loves Quizage. Not me. I don't. I don't like you, and I don't like that last week had the the front of the bus, middle of the bus, whole shenanigans. I don't agree with that, and it's rigged. Goodbye. I I think we can all agree. That uh, this was a good season of Quizich. No one got really mad at each other. That we didn't have Michael any... is the worst. I'm gonna go on the record as <laughs> saying that I'm gonna get mad and just go on the record. I don't. We care. only had some Michael minor is controversies. Terrible. I don't like being called terrible, but you but know. you are. It's fine. But I'm you know I'm not great. Uh, there is a chance that if I get both questions right this week, that I could beat a uh, You point have week. literally already so, won. So I'm a god. I'm statistically, you know, you gotta. I hate you so much right now. (laughs) Get out. Why are we even doing this? I don't know. Let's let's do it. It's fun. It's fun. Fine, just for the audience, not for you. For the audience, I'm in my red. I'm in my red questions now. Um. So. Is that for the hard questions? Are you serious? But maybe I'm just dumb, and these aren't hard. I don't know. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna ask you all the hardest question I have. All right, here's okay. here's my question. Here's my question. Um, name one of the two unfortunate sweets at Honeydukes that Ron wanted to bring back to Harry. Uh, Sarah Tompkins. Cockroach clusters. That was right. You got the that wasn't the hard, I guess. What was the other one? Uh, the other one was something about vampire blood or blood, 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 uh, it was blood something. Blood flavored lollipops. Thank you. I it's thought that was clear. really hard. I guess I was wrong. It's clear that you both read the. I didn't. Book and I, I did that, not. No, neither of those were not my questions, but I just remember both of them because then, because Harry's sneaking up on them and he's like, I don't want either of those things. Anyway. Jaya. I will ask you a question that I do not think, hopefully, that you will know the answer to. Okay. In the movie, on their first night at Hogwarts, what animal does Neville imitate with the help of the candy that they eat? Ding, 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 an elephant. (laughs) I hate you, and Ron is a lion. I knew that. I knew that one, though. And Ron is a lion, but I just wasn't ready for it. I thought that was going to be a hard question. No, I remember all of them. I remember all of them. Okay, let's redo, redo. Redo, obviously. <laughs> Redo, we're doing another one. Why did you do that, Bajaya? 
My uh, other one was what kind of rats were showing off while Ron was getting uh, scabbers examined. They were sleek black rats. Oh, he they were black. Those no, two. I, I knew that. I knew that one too, though, because that's what they wanted. They were showing off. Yeah. And the lady well, it wanted wouldn't, to show uh, them. The the point is that it wouldn't have helped either way, because I'm the worst. Michael is the devil. Because <laughs> I'm the devil. Is what we have learned. <laughs> Sarah, would you like to read one more question? No, I don't. Finish off the Quizage Cup for us. This is the worst. I don't. Bajaya, what question would you know? <laughs> I don't, apparently don't know any of them. So. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Oh, for fuck's sake, guys. I hate you all. Okay, ready? I love you guys. I love you so much. Okay. I hate you all. <laughs> Can I just say very quickly, I do love you all very much. Okay. Um, on what subject does Fortescue have an expertise? Ding, ding, ding. Michael. 14th century witch burnings. Yeah. Yes, medieval wizardry. Just, I'll yeah. give you that. Oh, It's not really medieval. That's dark age. Right? That's more dark ages, but... I'll give you a He said mi- witch burnings. So witch burning, which is not medieval. That's more dark ages as opposed to medieval. I could be. Man, I was wrong. I thought Harry he, he covered. He covered both. But I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a point. It's fine. Give me you're half gonna win. point. You're, you're going to win anyway. It's fine. It point. doesn't matter if anyway. you get half points or you no win, points. You win either way. It's important this is to the me. Worst, and it's important to me. I hate you. Um, guys, it was a great year. For- no, it wasn't. wasn't. It was the worst. No, it wasn't. Everyone can agree that. Oh my Everyone god, this is, like, this is actually the worst thing I feel like in the, the world. Most involved in this, yes, Bajai and I can agree on this. Um, we got the more Quidditch Cup answers right than ever before. Uh, but we, I'm the saltiest. I oh, the someone is saying shadiest. that Michael is the best. Michael's not the best. Bajai ended up with 11 points, Sarah had 14.5, and Michael came in with 22 points. That's oh my god, okay, that seems rigged. That seemed rigged. That's, that's so rigged. I feel like it you did not get that many more points. No, you didn't get that many points. How did you have so many points? I don't know. I just his... kept getting them right. No, I think his I think his questions were easier. I think that the Electoral College is unfairly skewed in his favor. He's literally the that, Trump of uh, the Potter. I think that, I think that why I had a tremendous year, guys. <laughs> we had a fair he won and bigly. We had a fair and open quizage cup <laughs> and now you guys don't like it and it's unfair. I had the popular vote, but Michael had the the electoral quizage. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, no. I don't, Man, I I'm guys, sorry. I'm gonna miss this until next year. Hey, thanks to everyone that supported us on Kickstarter. Yeah, I'm sorry you, that uh, I'm sorry that this is not the result that you wanted. <laughs> Definitely but, you isn't. Know. But maybe, but maybe just just like Batman, this is maybe not the result you wanted. But maybe it's the result that you deserve. Keep fighting. <laughs> keep fighting. Keep fighting for season four. Hey, at keep, least keep I keep didn't fighting against, uh, keep fighting against up Michael being second again. I was That's third true. this time. I was last this time. I have been. I have been every position. I have been every position. Jai, do you know what position I was before I was first? I was third. So next season, I think it's. Do you know what position oh, I was? No, no, not was really. First. Because before you were first, you uh, this time you were first last time. So right, but before that, I was third. 
It doesn't matter. God damn it. I hate it. I I'm hate sorry. all of this. I really, I seriously, uh, uncomfortable with winning. So sorry, please don't. You're not. Me. You're very happy about winning. It's I, fine. No, I know you. Really. I know you don't want to live in the White House, Michael. But sometimes you have to. You have to live in the White House. Of our he dreams. doesn't it's have fine. to it's because okay. I don't think Trump is going to live there. So <laughs> that seems like a good no. This to seems. End it on. seems like an. It seems like an. Either way, I love you all. I hate that Michael won, but this is Everybody a fair does. and just system. And uh, maybe and we'll. Hey. Here's to well, maybe... wishing that Bajai wins four through seven. Maybe we'll yes. next next season. Let's try to figure out a way to buzz in fairly because that seemed off again. I don't think I don't think the buzzing was the problem so much this season. I think it was the actual knowing this season. <laughs> I think that we were very good this season in terms of knowing. I don't. I, I think, think there's there a way to buzz in, buzz in unless we're at the same place at the same time. So yeah. So let's do that. So, let's all hang out uh, next time, guys. Let's have a quizage, a fourth season quizage cup in the same place. Let's do it. I'll do an icky click on. And then the guy is gonna school all of you. Yeah. Okay. Heck yes. Okay, I love you all. Bye. Good night. Bye, guys. guys. Thanks, everyone. Chapter twenty-two. Owl post again. 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 Dot, dot, dot. Um, again? Guys, this is our last chapter of Prisoner of maybe, Azkaban. Oh. Maybe ever. Oh, last no, ever chapter not of ever. Guys, I really oh. love doing this. I miss you guys. Now we're going to speak to you again. Ever. There, we have a clause in our uh, in our podcast agreement that once our podcast ends, we can never talk to each other ever again. Yeah. It's yeah. for the best, really. I just... This was the only thing keeping us civil and together, you know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyway. Oh, wow, it's a good run. So, guys, it was great. I'll post again. Did. I'm sorry. I wished you dead on several occasions. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I stabbed you all those times in real life. Um, I'll post again. So Sirius and Buckbeak uh, take off, and Harry like keeps looking at them, and Hermione's like, "Get your shit together. We only have ten minutes to get back to the hospital wing before Dumbledore locks the fucking doors." And so they're like running, they're like running down the stairs, and on their way they hear Fudge and Snape talk about um, Sirius getting the Dementor's kiss, and Fudge is like, "The Daily Prophet's probably gonna want to talk to you," and Snape's like, "Yeah, like not a big deal, whatever." Um, so on their on their way to the hospital wing, they also come across Peeves, and they have to hide because no one can see them. Um, and then they finally make it to the hospital wing just as, Dumble- just as Dumbledore is locking the doors. And he says, well, and they're like, yeah, we got him out. We rescued Buckbeak and Sears, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, they're like telling him that they're successful. And Dumbledore says, yeah, I think you're gone. So I'll lock you in the hospital wing. And which he does. And they go back into their beds. And then they hear... Oh, well, they go back into their beds and Madame Pomfrey comes out and it's like, oh, is Dumbledore gone? Can I finally take care of my patients? Because she's like sassy because, you know, they've been <laughs> coming in and out, just being rude she as She just heck wants and, her to do her damn job. Yeah, she's just trying to do her job. And um, so they hear a distance, distant roar of fury 
And Snape is really, they hear it kind of, because Snape is really mad because uh, they have discovered the Sirius is gone. Who knew, guys? What? Um, what? I know. So Snape, Snape comes stomping through. He, like, throws the doors open and Fudge and Dumbledore calmly, kind of, kind of calmly uh, follow him. And Snape's, like, yelling at Harry. And he's, like, saying Harry and Hermione are to blame for Sirius's dis- disappearance. And Fudge is like, calm down, like, this, you're going nuts right now. And Dumbledore, Dumbledore says, they've been here the whole time, right, Madame Pomfrey? They wouldn't, they would, they, how would he have helped this, uh, Sirius escape? Um, unless Snape is suggesting that they could have been in two places at the same time. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> ridiculous. So oh. crazy. Snape is going crazy. And um, Snape just like I like looks I at really them. like that they're adding to like like I don't like Snape but I love that they're just like Snape you weirdo like they're just like adding to his like insult like, to injury emotional emotional <laughs> breakdown like they're just like destroying his already destroyed psyche yeah and Snape just like looks at Dumbledore and just snor- storms out without another word and Fudge is just like dude your teacher is fucking nuts. And Dumbledore <laughs> says, he's not crazy. He's just very, very, very disappointed. He ain't um, heavy. <laughs> he's very disappointed really, that someone didn't die. Yeah. Fudge is really, like, so Sirius Black is supposed to be supposedly a really, really terrible murderer. He killed so many. He killed a bunch of wizards, or he did stuff to, that resulted in a bunch of people's wizards' murders, and he directly killed a lot of muggles. But Fudge is more concerned about the fact that he's going to get a lot of bad press. That the alleged murderer is on the <laughs> loose again. He's like, how am I going to combat this? But he's also going to remove the Dementor since they also tried to perform uh, the kiss on Harry, an innocent boy. Innocent little baby <laughs> don't boy. Don't kiss the boy. God, he's too young for that. Yeah, don't kiss the boy. <laughs> I was going to sing again. But uh, <laughs> 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 so they are, <laughs> they're going to, so they get released from the hospital wing the next day and they spend it. We get, this is my favorite part that I wrote down, wandering and wondering um, mm. where serious. Mm. there. <laughs> I know. Uh, so they do that. Uh, wondering where Sirius and Buckbeak could be. And Hagrid comes over and tells them that Beaky, a.k.a. Buckbeak, has escaped. <laughs> Who knew, guys? How surprise. I, I just like that, maybe, I like to think that Ron, Harry, and Hermione like, are like, this is brand new information to us. I did not know that he escaped. <laughs> what do you mean he escaped? How is this possible? Surely it yeah, must and be he, magic. <laughs> he also says that uh, he was kind of worried because uh, Professor uh, Lupin had been out as a werewolf in the forest, but Professor Lupin, because he was afraid that Buckbeak had crossed paths with Lupin and Lupin had killed him, uh, but Lupin has said that he didn't eat anything that last night, and Harry's like, wait, how do you know that Lupin's a werewolf? And uh, Hagrid says, oh... Uh, Snape let slip to the Slytherins that Lupin's a werewolf, so he's leaving Hogwarts. He tendered his resignation. What? Oh, That's lame man. as hell. Like, he let it slip, like, 
Oops, the darkest secret of my colleague. Oops. I mean, guys, have you ever been so mad and severely disappointed that you let slip that another professor is a werewolf? That has happened to me. I don't know about you all. I mean, um, so it's been a I'm close a call a couple of times at work, but you, you wouldn't keep it together. <laughs> Werewolves aren't real. Oh, okay, it is. Shut up, okay. Mr. Magic. <laughs> they call Magic. me Mr. Magic. <laughs> that sounds like Michael's stripper name. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Magic. Mr. So, Magic. Anyway, we're talking about 13-year-olds. Come on, guys. Pull it together. <laughs> um, so Harry goes to talk to Lupin, and Lupin's like, you know, parents are going to be sending owls about not wanting to be taught by a werewolf. And, you know, I fucked up because I didn't take the wolfsbane wolf's potion I could have bit any one of you the night before. It was really on my in on me. It's my fault. I don't need to be here. And Harry's like, but you're the best defense against a dark arts, dark arts teacher we've ever had. And you should not go. And Lupin says how proud he is that he's taught Harry of how much he's taught Harry that year, including his Patronus. And he tells Harry that James was always a stag when, when he perf- uh, transformed as an animagus. Um, and that's why he was called. And when Prongs. he went to dances. So double, <laughs> that's weird. Doubly true. Um, so Harry says that he brought, um, or Lupin says he brought the invisibility cloak and the Marauder's Map back to the castle from the um, Shrieking Shack from last night. And since he's no longer a teacher, he doesn't feel guilty giving the map back to Harry. Which, like, I get that he's not a teacher anymore, but he's still an adult. And he knows what the map contains. Like, maybe you should feel a little bad. Those guys are wild, though. They just don't give a shit. That, that whole crew. I know, but, like, I get the not giving a shit when you're a teenager, but you're, like, 30-something. Well, right. Well, the thing, too, is, like, there's, I think it's two, there's two things. Like, one, like, he knows, I mean, he knows that, he, that Harry's gonna get in trouble no matter what. And, and there's, like, a point where, as an adult, you're like, I got up to shit when I was a teenager, too. But... At the same time, like, literally one of the reasons that map was dangerous is because Voldemort could possibly use it. Well, he thought Sirius could use it against Harry or whatever, but Voldemort could also possibly use what? I mean, not that he needs a map to find Harry, but somebody bad could use it against Harry and or Harry could put himself in danger in a way that they never were able to because they weren't wanted by the Dark Lord. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like that's kind of irresponsible. Yeah. Whatever, nerd. Okay, <laughs> I'm an L7 weenie. I mean, I don't know. If I, so I think about my little niece who is 15. She does shit on Instagram and I'm just like, stop doing this. I know I'm the cool aunt, but stop doing this. I feel like Lupin's being like, I'm the cool uncle. Here's your map back. Do whatever the fuck you want with a map. Like, finger, don't. Finger you guns. Know. Pew, pew. <laughs> I actually was doing that. You just can't see me because my video is blocked. Um, uh, yeah, I just think that as as his like quote unquote uncle, like his dad's best friend, maybe you should think about the safety not of giving the map child. back. Yeah, like Voldemort right. would want that map. 
Come on. Like, come what, on. What is the worst? Right. What is the worst? That's what I'm saying. Is it like he has very different stakes than he and the other marauders had when they were in school and like what is gonna happen is harry gonna like be like i hate you because you're not giving me no like he doesn't have enough people in his life that love him like he's not gonna hate you he's a 13 year old he'll be mad at like for like oh two weeks and then i'll be like oh that person's one of the only people who likes me like come on lupin (laughs) he also says like harry's like like, he's like the stepdad trying to buy affection he says, oh, I thought you said, uh, uh, Matt, or what is it, Padfoot, Prongs, blah, 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 would want me, want to drag me into trouble. And he's like, yeah, I think so, because that's how we were. But anyway, here's the map back. Have fun being in trouble. <laughs> Good <laughs> luck. He also says that James would have been disappointed if Harry hadn't found the secret passages of the castle. Maybe he shouldn't know it, Lupin. God. Guys are you, such nerds. Of course he should have the map. No, he shouldn't. They're Hogwarts. What's going to happen? Dumbledore's uh, there. Everything's before, fine. Before he had the map, he almost died like twice. Now he's going to die twice as much. Anyway. No, it could help him. And then he gets, and he got, you know, he's going to have fun. I think, that's, I think that's how death works. You die twice Moving as much. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. So Dumbledore comes to see uh, Lupin off. But Lupin's like, you know, thank you for the opportunities. Uh, but there's no need to see me off. I can manage. So Dumbledore kind of hangs around with Harry for a little bit. And Harry, because Harry's so sad. Because he's like, I didn't make a lick of a difference. And Dumbledore's like, what the fuck do you mean you didn't make a difference? You made all the difference in the world. You found out the truth about what happened. Uh, you saved an innocent man's life. And Harry finally tells Dumbledore about Trelawney's prediction, which uh, brings her total real predictions to two. Two. One and two. Yep. So Harry is still mad that he stopped Lupin and Black from killing Peter. So he's like, it's my fault if Voldemort comes back because Trelawney's prediction said, um, like, Voldemort's going to come back because his loyal... uh, follower is gonna go back to him um and Dumbledore's like dude no the consequences of our actions are always complicated in saving Peter's life Harry did a noble thing because now Peter owes his life to Harry and Harry's like I don't I don't want him to owe his life to me also, and that's assuming that a person without morals, like, feels the need to have a life debt. That's not true. Well, hold on. Hold okay. on to your okay. hold on I'm to hold- your butt, Sarah. Me and my butt so, and my bonnet are being held. When a wizard saves another wizard's life, it creates a certain bond between them. This is magic at its deepest, and it's impenetrable. So, because Harry says, I don't want Peter to have that debt. Toward to me, because he right. Harry doesn't want that. He doesn't want Harry to be linked doesn't. In yeah, way. yeah, I get that. That yeah. makes sense to me. Harry's like, I don't want to, like, I don't want Peter to owe me that debt. And Dumbledore's like, too bad because this is magic at its deepest. Even if you want to break it, you cannot break it. And then he also says Voldemort now has a deputy who is in debt to Harry, and <clears throat> a time may come. When Harry is glad that Peter, or he saved Peter's life. When will that be? Never. Surely never. He, that will never happen. He also says that he is certain James would have also saved Peter's life. 
And um, Harry does tell Dumbledore that he mistakenly believed that the Patronus caster was his father because he's like, I feel so stupid because I know he's dead. And Dumbledore's like, the dead we love never truly leave us, Harry. They continue to live in us. Prongs rode again that night. And Harry looks all surprised because, you know, he knew that Dumbledore didn't know about the anim- animagi, anime guy. The four became, or the three became. And uh, Dumbledore tells them that Sirius told them the night before about all their transformation, transfiguration. And, um, man, this is, this is, uh, I got real emotional at this part. Um, Dumbledore says, Harry did, in a way, Harry did see James the night before. He found James in himself. And then he's like, okay, bye. And Dumbledore just fucking pieces <laughs> out after telling Harry <laughs> that he found his father in himself. Like, you just had the most meaningful connection with your bit. father in your life. Bye. Have a great summer. What is it? Hags. <laughs> yeah. It's like crazy. He's like, yeah, you like totally find your dad within you. And he's like, all right, oh, about, it's about time I have to leave. Okay, bye. And he just totally pieces out. And he just leaves mm. Harry. Man. The worst. Uh, so. Old Dumby. Yeah. Uh, no one knows about what happened with like Sirius, uh, Peter, and Snape, and Lupin. So random stories are popping up. Malfoy's mad as heck about Buckbeak es- escaping. And uh, Harry isn't in, in great spirits because Lupin left and he can't stop thinking about what Peter is. And and for a brief time, he thought he was going to be rid of the Dursleys and he would be living with his godfather, Sirius. That's a bummer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the exam, exam results also came in. All three of them passed. Nice. Um, although Harry suspected that Dumbledore had to stop Snape from failing him. But really... Harry, so this is one of my questions. Harry never was good at potions, right? Whether it was... No. I, I don't think Harry was ever good at potions, period. So what if, like, Harry deserved to fail? What if, like, Dumbledore was like, No, Snape, don't fail him because you hate him. And Snape's like, I'm not failing him because I hate him. He just really deserves to fail because he is abysmal at potions. I want to say at one point, it's like... Snape isn't there, and he's he's able to make potions much better. What, like with Slughorn, one of the books. maybe? Well, I mean, he's super good with Slughorn because he's got Snape's book, but but there is like a point where it's like you know I, maybe it was like though. at or maybe not in this maybe, book. Not in this maybe book. he's just a legacy student, and they pass him because they need him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, but there is a point like, where who needs potions, right? You can just buy the potions. You don't have to make it. I mean, there, come on. He has a certain pedigree. There, <laughs> there's a point where he like. Right now? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't mean to. I don't know. I think the word pedigree just like automatically be southern. Actually, it wasn't. I was thinking actually of like rich New Englanders. I wasn't even thinking of Southerners. I was thinking of like rich white dudes in in uh like cargo salmon shorts. But okay. interesting. I would. My point being that at one point Harry muses to himself that like. Hey, when Snape's not around, I'm actually not that bad at potions. Is the thing that happens at some point in one of the books. Right. Who? Trust. uh, Trust me. I I can't remember who it was. Uh, Our listeners, please tell. uh, Let us know if you remember who it was that 
he did that in. Anyway, so he did not fail potions. Uh, Gryffindor wins uh, the House Cup for the third year in a row. God damn. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly because they won the Quidditch Cup this year. But weird. Yes. Is it coincidental? coincidence that this is harry potter's third year and they have won it three years in a row wait wait do points from the quidditch cup go toward the house cup because that seems like b oh yeah 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 yeah, they definitely do that is like that is some real bull i'm just saying i think it might be like one to one like how many points go in like if you win 300 to 150 your house gets 300 it just is crazy to me because like I just feel you think I the academics I just feel like, well, more. It's be- yeah, it's like academics and good behavior, not athleticism. Do you know what I mean? Like that's kind of crap. I'm well, sorry. Like I just think it's, I think it's crap. You- I think it's crap. <laughs> that does but I'm only saying that because I'm not athletic. So exactly like a Hufflepuff. Anyway, uh, so Gryffindors won uh, the House Cup, and Hermione decides to drop Muggle studies, and will now have a normal st- schedule because she doesn't have. Muggle studies or divination. Normal I thought schedule. it was kind of bold that she took uh, Muggle studies anyway. That's kind of cheating. Yeah, she wanted. Week. Well, she said that she wanted to see it from a different. Point okay, of view. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But if I had a test, uh, was like that was like, you what do you? What do you use a toaster for? What is a plunger? You, I know. Can you guys just imagine though winning? Like the cup multiple years in a row, man. Oh my can you god! Imagine that. I how, how will, great that would be. I will punch I you can't in your face. Imagine, <laughs> Michael. It sounds, get it the sounds, fuck out of here. It sounds like a person who had that happen to them would be privileged and pretty unlikable. <laughs> but, but and and, and would but seem like a meritocracy who got randomly. <laughs> Sorted into Ravenclaw, but really should be a Slytherin. I don't know. Anyway, so let me continue. Um, So Ron, (laughs) so Harry's still having a terrible time because Michael won the Quizzage Cup. (laughs) And Ron is so sad. Uh, (laughs) He wants to cry. And Harry is also sad I was going to say spoilers, but not spoilers at this point. No, this is is the end. Harry, Ron, and Hermione are all sad. That uh, Michael won the Quizzage Cup, and uh, <laughs> Harry is so sad that Ron Ron wants him to come stay a while at um, his house at Saint what is it Ottery Saint Catchpole, um, and in the summer because they're also gonna the Quizzage World Quidditch, sorry Quidditch <laughs> World Cup is gonna be on that summer. And he, uh, his dad, Arthur, usually gets tickets to that. And Ron's like, you have to come. You have to come go with us. Blah, blah, blah. And Harry's like, yeah, yeah, call me on the felly tone. I mean, the telephone. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> am I right? Heart, heart, so heart, they're, heart. Still, they're still on the Hogwarts Express. Uh, actually, after that, a little, after that, Harry kind of cheers up a little bit. And they're still on the Hogwarts Express. And they see a tiny owl like this little teeny tiny owl that that's kind of bobbing up against uh or right by their window and he it keeps getting like swept off and then it keeps coming back and it's carrying a letter and harry just opens the window and grabs the owl and guess who the letter is from you guys um what molly weasley 
serious black. You're close. Not really. But, but God? You know, whatever. So he, uh, serious black and Buckbeak are in hiding, but they won't say where they are. They are just in case the owl fall, falls into the wrong hands because it's a really tiny owl and, you know, it doesn't seem like it could get the job done, but it seemed really eager. So serious gave him the job. So, um, he confirms in the letter that he did, he was the person that sent Harry the firebolt. So, technically, Hermione and Ron are both right because Hermione was right that Sirius sent him the, sent him the firebolt and Ron is right that it was not jinxed. And then Crookshanks took the order to the owl office in Harry's name, but Sirius asked the money to be taken out of his own vault. I have a question about this in the question segment, so hold on to your butts. Mm-hmm. Um, so the dog... I've, I've been holding on to it this whole time, Bajaya, so... I'm glad. Your hands are probably really sweaty, but, you know, whatever. That's up to you. The price uh, of the dog in, <laughs> The dog in Magnolia Crescent was also serious, so he's like, I'm sorry I scared you. Um, and he gives uh, Harry permission to visit Hogsmeade, which Harry can just give to Minerva or Dumbledore and, you know, escape the question about why he's talking to Sirius. Um, and he has sent the owl for Ron, the tiny, teeny tiny owl, since it's really Sirius's fault that he no longer has a rat. Um, kind of? Question mark? I don't know if it's really Sirius's fault. He kind of saved yeah. him from having a weird pervy man sleep in his bed. <coughs> I was choking my line. <laughs> So, uh, Ron, this whole time, so when the, the owl entered the compartment, he was, it was like flittering about and, um, Crookshank looked pretty interested in the owl. So Ron kind of held the owl. And then while he's holding it, and then, uh, Harry says that the owl is supposed to be for Ron, he kind of looks at the owl for two seconds and then surprisingly for everyone holds it out to, for Crookshank to sniff. Because Kirkshank is supposed to be a really Aww. good judge of character. Character. And, right. yes, uh, Kirkshank smells the owl. He's like, what do you think? Is it definitely a, an owl? And Kirkshank purrs. So, hmm. that and then owl eats is going to be And it's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, when Twist. they get to the station, uh, Harry tells Vernon, Vernon. Vernon does not compute Vernon. Um, that he has a godfather. 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 <laughs> godfather. The kid, the godfather. Harry tells Vernon, Vernon that he has a godfather. Oh my god, I can't talk. <laughs> Vernon. Harry tells Vernon Harry, that he Harry, has a godfather. You have a godfather. <laughs> who is a con- convicted murderer on the run, no less, and will want to keep tabs on Harry. You know, just treat treat Harry well, Vernon, for the rest of the summer at least. And that's the end of the book. So I like that the first uh, book ended with um, Harry being like, "Oh, I know all these spells," uh, and the the Dursleys didn't know that he wasn't allowed to use spells. And second book, they knew. And now the third book, they end with. A threat that Harry has a godfather who is a convicted murderer that wants to keep tabs on him. <laughs> the Dursleys get threatened at pretty much most of the end, at the end of most of the books. Yeah, 
They do. But, you know. Which? They deserve it. Why do they keep on keeping on with this? You know, I would be like, Harry, get, get out of here. Get get on. So, new things, (laughs) new things is um, the little bitty owl. Pigwidgeon. 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 Or pig. That's just the name I gave him right now. Who knows what they will name in the later books? Who possibly know? You could Um, time travel to the future. Can you time travel to the future? (coughs) Time travel to the future, Bajaya. They have not said it yet. My I have three questions. Um, Did Snape? I have no Pottermore things, but did Snape know about Hermione's time turner? Because Snape. Uh, when he comes into the hospital wing, he doesn't accuse Ron because Ron is passed out. He's knocked out. Um, Harry and Hermione are the only people that are awake. And he accuses Harry and Hermione first, accuses Harry, and then accuses both of them of um, having to do something with um, Sirius's disappearance. But as a teacher, like, okay, so time uh, time travel is super secretive in uh, the wizarding world. But at the same time, if your student is time traveling back to your classroom, mm-hmm. do you think that you would have to know about it? Like, just do you think Snape knows about it? And right, that's did why the other teachers know about it? I feel like they had. That's what I'm saying. Like, it seems do you like think he teachers doesn't know. know about it. I know. But, but I would think that he would have to know. I would think that he would know but at the same time i would think that maybe i would think that the ministry minister of magic would know but i think maybe that would be like too high well, up that he doesn't maybe. need to know everything that happens in his I ministry guess. right yeah that's why they have so the department at the same of time, ministries like in the same level maybe not every teacher every professor in the school needs to know like as long as Hermione can like seamlessly blend into every um, lesson, then only McGonagall, Dumbledore, and Hermione needs to know. Right? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, could be. Okay, so my thought was that if he knew that Hermione had a time turner, um, then maybe that's why he would blame be both so Hermione sassy about and Harry. It? Yeah, yeah. I don't know so, if he had. I don't know. I feel like he would have. I don't think. Well, I mean, obviously we learned stuff later about Snape from the books and, like, him keeping secrets. But I don't know if he would have been that good at keeping... Like, I don't think that Dumbledore would have entrusted him with that. Yeah. I don't know if there would be a need to entrust him with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Okay. So my second question was, if Pigwidgeon or the tiny owl um, that I have... I personally have called Pigwidgeon um, Mm. had fallen into the wrong hands, like Sirius said... Like, what if a minister, ministry person had gotten him, it said, like, I am here with Buckbeak, but I don't want to tell you where, Harry, because then they did would he know actually, where I he, am. Love, Sirius. Did he sign it Sirius or did he sign it Patrick? Yeah, it, it no, it said Sirius and oh, it said well, Buckbeak and it said well, Harry. My question, my really? question was more, yeah. my question actually goes back to, like, he says that he withdrew stuff from Gring- Gringotts. Like, who's letting... No, that's my third question. Don't... Oh, <laughs> come on. Come on. Sorry. So I was just going to say, if the letter flew, uh, fell into the wrong hands, 
wouldn't it give um, Snape's theory about Harry colluding with Sirius like credibility? Legs, yeah, it totally sure would. Legs. Yeah, yeah. And so he's still maybe acquitted, don't so. don't don't sign it serious and don't address it to Harry. So here's where you your thing came into action. Um, how come the Firebolt people are cool with taking money out of a known murderer's account? And have it go to Harry, especially when it knows that Sirius helped kill Harry's parents. No one second guessed this order. I like no, but the thing is, like the thing is, like the, like when you in a movie when you when you kill someone, you go off the grid. You you don't you don't like you don't go to your bank and withdraw from withdraw stuff. Like that's not right. Like no, he didn't go to he didn't go to Gringotts. Uh, so. Uh, Crookshanks took the order to Outpost. He said he took the order out on Harry's name, but had the money come out of his vault. But either mm. way, like, but somebody's withdrawing the, from the, the money would black still come vault. out. You don't want you don't want right. to be aiding it. Like Harry is going to be like, if Harry's name is used to withdraw from Sirius Black's, like you are aiding and abetting. Like I don't. The goblins are assholes. And like they might want to, they might want to like screw over wizards, but they also will sell you like they will sell you up the river faster than you can say. Then you can say I made a sword and my sword is mine, and we're just lending it to you. That I don't was, think this is that, aiding and abetting. I would think of this more like a terrorism thing, where it is under the name of Harry Potter, but it is being bought by a known murderer. So maybe don't send it to the person who the person that is funding the scheme is sending it to Harry, who my, my the only, funder also helped kill his parents. Right. My only guess is that this, the goblins don't give a shit. Right. But I, 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 that's the thing. Like, I don't think the goblins I get it, give but, a shit, but I think that they would also, they would like sell you, they would like, they would just sell your secrets in two seconds for like somebody's right. like, Hey, here is this treasure that you made many years ago. We're gonna give it back. You know, I mean, like, I feel like they have no loyalty. I, I get is, that, but at the same time, I feel like it would first go to the Firebolt people, right? Like, maybe, uh, like if I it don't go, know. if it, like, no, black the money. Firebolt oh my order. god, guys, it is literally black money. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, so like, uh-huh. if you order. If you order something from me for Sarah, but it wanted you wanted it to come out of your account, it would come to me first, and then I would submit it to your bank, right? right. So if it goes to Firebolt first, and it's for Harry, but it's coming out of Sirius Black's account, maybe like the Firebolt people are like should be like, uh, this does not look cool because this is for Harry Potter, but this is being paid for by. Sirius Black's account who killed his parents. So maybe we cancel this account, this order. Hey, money is money, Bajaya. Hey, hey, Bajaya. Not, it's not. Oh my god, it's magic. Bajaya. Oh my god, Michael. No, no. Before he says it. Before he says it. Magic. You're the worst person. In this I was going to say those galleons still spend the same no matter who they come from, but Michael had to ruin I, it. I Mr. Cry. Magic. I cry. Yeah. And, Mr. Magic. And the- for everyone that is obviously other than Sarah, 
Michael has his uh, dark hood up like he is a Sith Lord. Mr. Magic, the thriftiest strip. Well, that, <laughs> that is the end of my fucking chapter, Michael. Great job. Lord. Good job, You Vajaya. ruined it. Thanks, Vajaya. For. Even if Michael ruined it. Oh, man, we finished another book. Can you believe no, it? No, we didn't. I actually can't. No, we did. Guys, oh, we did? we're almost what? Half, we're almost we're almost halfway there. Just kidding. The I whole knew series? We did. Yeah, no, we're uh, almost halfway through the whole series, guys. That's, that's insane. Three out of seven. That's book wise, not chapter wise. No, not chapter wise. Yeah. <laughs> chapter wise, we're like probably in the first third. <laughs> Thanks everybody for joining us for this journey through book three. What did you guys think of the book? I hate it. I hate it so much. That's not true. I'm just joking. I love, I actually really, really love this book. I do love Mm -hmm. this book. If you all didn't know that I did the Time Turner segment last episode, in the Time Turner Pottermore segment, J.K. Rowling actually says that uh, Prisoner Azkaban is one of her favorite books. So it's one of my favorite books. It's actually, I do love this book. I think, I think it's because it's one of the first adult. Ish and right. it starts the turning. It's like it, like it's the, yeah. it's the, it like it triggers it's events. First, that, like yeah, right. It's and like, I think that that's why yeah. It has a nice balance of um, being feeling like it's a real book for you know for Adults? the series, but then also not being just full of angst. I was gonna say that oh I think that see I think that that is like I really I love this book I do. Um, and I still love it. And I actually, you know, I appreciate, I, I think that I know a lot of people who this is their favorite book. And it's not I, my favorite book. I totally understand why it would be. And, and in some ways, like, I like it because it's the turning point. But I always liked the fourth book because it became angstier. And I love angst. But there's something so lovely. Like, it's still, it, it maintains the, the sort of magical lovely glossiness of the wizarding world that intrigues you without it being really dark and depressing and you still want to just really be a part of that world but mm-hmm. not it's not book two i think uh <laughs> we sorry so chamber this, is, this has been a different uh this has been a thing that has changed for me this whole time like the same thing that I thought I hated <laughs> movie three this whole time. I don't really hate it. So I think it'll be interesting when we get done with actually reading all of the seven books mm-hmm. and we can actually s- maybe say which one is our favorite book because I think right. it'll be different yeah. from what we thought before we f- restarted the series. But I, I love this book. I, I do love this book and um, it's, not my favorite book, but I love this book. Oh. It might be my favorite book. I love. I don't know. I, rereading, Is it especially you're reading. A Sith, Sith Lord. Uh-huh. A Sith, Sith Lord's love, Prisoner of Azkaban. It's true. Um, I do. I like. There are so many things. I think that one is Lupin actually is one of my favorite characters. He just is one of my favorite characters, like in the mm. whole series, because I think that he's kind but more complex and he's one of the first actual positive role models in harry's life um and actually Mm -hmm. like i always wonder why 
I understand that that he doesn't feel worthy, maybe, and that there's still stigma against werewolves. But I always wonder why, at the end of this book, Harry doesn't, you know, doesn't get kind of not adopted, but doesn't stay with Lupin. Um, and I maybe mm. he can't support him, but I feel like Dumbledore yeah. can work his magic and like somehow financially make it possible. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just feel. Do you know what I mean? You, so like, yeah, I don't know. You uh, have you read the Potter? Well, not even the Pottermore, but if you. You might have forgotten certain parts of the later books about Lupin. Um, why he doesn't do that? Yeah, no, and I, I do remember. I do, I do know, and I just, I just, but I do think that it's a missed opportunity. I don't know. I, I really love Lupin, so I love that he's introduced, and I think it's one of the first See, people, one of the first positive people in Harry's life. See, like, that's, that's that's part of the reason that I love the Harry Potter books is that it is. Like, every character is flawed, right? There's no mm. character that is perfect. Like, in regular children's book, there are always characters that are perfect in every aspect. There's, like, there's the always dad like, or the mom. Right. But there's every character in this book that is flawed in some point. Right. In like in some in, aspect. In these books, and actually kind of to this point still, um, Dumbledore is kind of the paragon of... of of wizarding and goodness. Do you know what I mean? And, and obviously that, mm. that, and he's flawed that well, right. Oh, 100%. But you don't really realize it yet. But, but I think that he's that figure currently, but I think he's maybe the only one at this point who seems. Can, can we say, I, even though oh, we sorry. obviously know he's not. Can we say gonna... Lupin is the number one best defense against the dark arts teacher Harry will ever have? Heck yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm Moody is pretty good, but also Moody evil. is good. Who it is? Yeah. Who is? Who is in six and seven? Well, no, they're not. They don't even go to school. They don't go to school seven. in seven. Six is uh, the, the Snape. Umbridge, right? No, it says five. Five is Umbridge. Five Umbridge. is Umbridge. Okay. Six Who's is six? Snape. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That? Yeah. So definitely, one hundred percent the best events against, and I would argue that most of the students have ever had, right, in that school. Sorry, Bajai, what were you saying before I cut you off? I do not remember. I also think that, that another thing about this book, too, is I I really think that you notice how... I mean, you don't notice, and that's oh, part of why it's so good, um, how, how adept J.K. Rowling has become at storytelling, or it mm. maybe has always been, but especially in the last parts with the time, the, like, the time travel-iness... I was, you know, I, I was a person who summarized Hermione's secret and the chapter where they go back in time and they go through all of these things. And she finds this great balance between reliving things, but also not reliving things and making it seem like you're looking at something from an, the outside in a different, you know, like a different perspective. And I just, it's this really cool, like you feel like you have time traveled. It's not some weird supplemental thing, you know? I have a I have a thing to say about Hermione and tra- time traveling. What's Do that? Do it. So I just got back from a weekend long uh, women leadership conference. So this is probably fresh in my mind. But the fact that the ministry takes such precautions um, over people using time travel or time turners, mm-hmm. and they let a third year uh, girl in. <laughs> Hogwarts use a time turner to go back and forth between classes. I think speaks of speaks volumes about Hermione and her passion uh, and her like 
uh, what she wants to do in the future, her objectives, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I think it says so much about her character that she could convince the ministry into thinking and, like, believing that she would not use the power bestowed upon her to, like, use time travel for, like, love and frivolous things like that. She literally just used it for classes. And I kind of... Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say something. And and to, like, to backpack on that, to build on that, um, it's... and, And it's something you realize throughout the book is that, you know... Obviously, Ron keeps getting on her case about all these classes, and she's like, just leave it alone. And you kind of feel, I mean, without, if you didn't have the knowledge of the time turner. Um, and I'm trying to remember back to if I, if that even occurred to me um, when I was reading it when I was younger, because I, I can't remember if it did. Um, but you kind of think that she's doing it because she's embarrassed or ashamed or doesn't want to be teased. But, like, it's 100% not that. She wants to take these classes, and she doesn't care. She's not ashamed. It's just she literally can't talk about time travel. And so I, I just like that that's, that that's, like, it's not a matter of shame in taking classes. It's a matter of I'm literally not allowed to talk about this. And, no, and yeah, that's, that's so just, like, it's, like, like it's just, it's it's just, it appeals well, to the, the, the young Sarah who was very, very bookish and nerdy. Yeah. No, while Because I've changed the- so much. <laughs> While they're on the Hogwarts Express, uh, Ron actually gets mad at her because they she's like talking about the time turner, and he's like, "I can't believe you didn't tell us." And he, she's like, "I literally fucking could not tell you, so shut the fuck up." <laughs> but um. at the same time, like I could see that other fantasy books being like, "Oh, she got a time turner for her books, but she used it for love." But right. I appreciate that she literally only use it for education. God, Ex- except, except when she used it to save someone's life, and 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 well, yeah, I and meant, and like, obviously, I obviously, we saw. It. I meant like she didn't use it for dumb shit. Right. Like, no, no, no. But, and, like, but Dumbledore no, like pushed her to do it too. No, but no, but that that wasn't yeah. the point. wasn't wasn't that the point was just that you see these little things in Hermione like. Her helping save them from the troll and like, you know, like all of these tiny, like she's such a rule follower, but at the same time, she... Oh, when she had to bend the rules, she did. Oh, just, I was saying like, so I was saying that, you know, like she in in like, you know, obviously she, she saves them from the troll and like takes the blame for the troll and like she's a rule, rule, rule breaker when it matters. And this is just one of those cases, sort of. Yeah, she bro- she breaks the rules when she needs to, not because she wants to. Right, right. She she has she's a bookish person, but and she's not she's not using the time turner for love, but it doesn't mean that she's one hundred percent only about scholarly pursuits and being bookish. She she's a sensible person who has her values in line especially for a 13 14 year old girl and she's willing to break rules if it if it's if it's for the right reasons i i just think that she's such such an admirable character and it comes through a lot in this book we're basically saying that sarah and i are like uh hermione yeah basically you guys love hermione so much why don't you guys go marry hermione and we would okay emma watson and hermione are we (laughs) Um, I don't want to, I don't want to interrupt this train or is it, 
No, are please, please. Are you good? Please, we're switching. We're switching tracks <laughs> I now. Have a lot. I have a lot. We we pulled into the Hermione's. We pulled into the Hermione station. Are, are you done heaping praise on Hermione? We can you climb to board. Some about Ron or Ron Harry? is so funny and good. And, I like uh, Ron. Don't hate on poor Ron. <laughs> um, and you I, know, it's all Harry. It's all Harry. It's called uh, Harry Potter. Uh, Hermione just took Not stuff Hermione from Harry, Granger. and it's just all Gamergate again. And it's just, it's just, uh, <laughs> she doesn't even know how to play video games. She doesn't know how to cast a proper spell or anything. Yeah, it's just Harry helping her. <laughs> she doesn't. Quidditch she girl. doesn't know how to play Quidditch. Yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> if you love Gamergate and if you are a Gamergate proponent, get the fuck out of here. Um, we have said this on multiple podcasts. Yes, you are free to leave. Um, so, I one question I had in general with the book: Would life be better if? Harry had let them kill Peter Pettigrew. No, I don't think so. Short term, Voldemort doesn't come back. Right. But here's the thing is, I think that no matter what, Voldemort would have found a way to come back. Eventually, yes. I don't think that Peter Pettigrew is going to be the one thing standing between the Dark Lord rising and not, because he's not that powerful or important. And that's mm-hmm. kind of a, a recurring theme. I think that it helped actually having Pettigrew be, one, bound to Harry now, you know, by this life debt or whatever. But I think that having that in, that tie, I think that that's part of what helps him bring him down. And so I I don't think it would have helped at all. So here's my question for you. You said short term, no. Do you think long term it would have helped them? No, I'm saying short term it might have been good because Voldemort would not have come back, like, spoiler alert in the next book. It could but, have delayed it ten years. Right, this, it could have know. delayed it a tiny bit, but I don't I don't think that it would have helped it in the long run. And what if it delayed it twenty years and then Harry has like Harry has some back pain kids. or like <laughs> he has to have knee surgery and he can't do he whatever he wants to do. Right. Is, Voldemort's like he's like, I gotta drive them to football practice and Voldemort's just there. Football. And, football. Yeah. football. And I mean, so he does that the whole life debt comes down to like one moment of hesitation, which does but kind that's of kind save of, the day at the time. Right, right. Well, I think that it's hard to, obviously it's hard to, to quantify what's going to change the future, but I don't, I think that Voldemort would have risen no matter what. And I don't well, think that, I don't think Peter Pettigrew's, I think the part of it is like, not that, not the lives aren't important, but I don't think Peter Pettigrew's life is important as all that. Like, I don't think he's that influential in the entire scheme of things. And that's kind of the way I think it should be. I think that that he thinks that he's a bigger player than he actually is. But here's my argument is that if Buckbeak never died and Harry always cast the Patronus, then Peter always lived. Right. He was always meant to live. Right. And I mean, in a world where uh, people can give predictions and have, you know, things like Trelawney, you know, being able to tell you the future, um, I guess it is set in stone. So, yeah, so that's the whole thing, right? Like, do we want to do the other? No, let's not do the other prediction stuff. No, we'll talk about that later. But but I don't know. I, I don't think, I don't know if that would have made a difference. And also, there's the whole idea that, I mean, that Harry's not a, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess you could say above it, but, you know, the idea that, that 
that killing is not the way. Do you know what right. I mean? And I think that that's an important lesson to have instilled. In, oh, yeah. Right? Like, the, like, you know, you're, like, it's, like, it's, it's basically Lupin, like, like they would have wanted you to become a killer. Right. Vengeance doesn't vengeance help. Is, vengeance this, never is the, or is this not is, always the right answer. Spoilers. Oh, God, Michael. <laughs> spoilers. It's all um, magic. Like, wow, how big no, of no, 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 uh, the biggest. Um, all the way spoilers. Uh, Harry's, the pureness of his soul in the end is what saves right. Voldemort. Yeah. Right. So if he had sullied so, It's that. not been ripped apart because he has not killed anyone. Right. Because right. he would have basically, I mean, I don't know if it would have torn his soul or not, but. But it certainly would have damaged it, it in some I, way. I think yeah. it would have, yeah. It would have tarnished it. And like, if, would that have tarnished it enough? Yeah, I, right, I think right. that that's probably I true. don't think I've literally connected that that part in my mind until just now. Yeah. That's a good Me point, there, Michael. Yes. Michael, Michael makes a good point. You're not point. even smart. Get out of here. At the end of the thing, it was bound to happen. It was bound to happen sometime. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. We are closing the podcast. Potter Pot is not done. The impossible has Michael been achieved. Is now smarter than he won the Quizzage Cup, and now he's smarter than us. What is even happening? Oh, no one's. No one's saying that. Oh, um, Michael. Okay, are we done? Did we do it? Wait, I I, we... I will say, are we doing, can we do like some sort of like, I, I just, I really, there was a, there are so many things I, I like about this book and you learn, yeah. you find, there's so many interesting things. You learn about Azkaban, you learn about Dementors, you see, I, I don't know, so... I just feel like. We are introduced to the concept of like werewolves, and you meet both Lupin and Sirius. Like it's the first, it's the first touch so of his parents' should, life that Harry gets. You know, I don't think we should emphasize all of this because there there are chapters uh, later in these books that we can emphasize those things. No, I agree. And so far, yeah, so far I only say that because so far um, Pottermore hasn't expanded to that much of later books that if we keep going and they don't um uh, they don't do that then yeah we won't we have will, as much of a yeah. well to dwell to draw from yeah, yeah right yeah. but i will say that that this is like the first book where harry starts to get to see glimpses of his parents like as people other than just photographs you know yeah. or what the dursleys oh, yeah. tell him and i love that um also, um, also, my my mother texted me today, and she's like, "Hey, can you send me your POA?" And I was like, "My prisoner of Azkaban, don't you have a copy of that?" And she's like, "Power of attorney." And I was like, "Oh, my brain is wrong." You have a POA? Uh, it's for it's it's for getting rid of my car. It's not even like oh, not, I was it's like, not, it's I'm not for anything. Press right now? No, no, no. It's it's to, so my parents can get my car, get rid of my car for me. But I thought she meant she wanted my copy of Prisoner of Azkaban, and I was like, <laughs> heck yeah. no! Don't you have one yourself, Ma? The other uh, extreme of that, I told Nika that I got really emotional for when um, Dumbledore's like. You found your dad, you found, you found James, you found him in yourself. I like, I was literally crying and I was like, I'm crying reading this excerpt in POA. And he was, she was like, what, what is that? And I was like, prisoner of Azkaban, Nika, duh. God. God, Nika, <laughs> don't you know anything? We love you, Nika. It's fine. She doesn't listen to um, our podcast. So judgments, this is much better than the first two books. Mm-hmm. My opinion. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I, I definitely loved it. I, I love it still. Um, it's always been one of my favorites. I've definitely said it's my favorite book. It might still be my favorite book. Uh, we'll see when you get finished with the other four books. That's true. That is very true. Um, but, I loved reading that with you guys. Yeah, but it was really fun. Yeah. And yeah, thank you guys for for making another season of, of podcast. That was so fun. Hopefully we get to do another one. I want to do another one. Is this our last one? Guys, you know how much I love Gurblet of Fire. I want to do Gurblet of Fire. The Gurblet. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, Uh, I hope we can do another one, guys. It's it's been so fun. I hope so. I really hope so. And I hope that we get to see uh, lots of your beautiful faces at GeeklyCon, where we're going to do a live show. Last year's live show was so fun. It was really good. It It was was really, really good. I've heard people say that it's the best live show that they've ever attended uh like mostly it's been michael me and sarah that have said that you know whatever i'm definitely other people have said that (laughs) (laughs) i 100 percent have said that yeah so um thank you all for uh supporting us for the last kickstarter i think we're gonna see something else soon uh we're gonna take a few weeks to to figure our stuff out but um but hopefully we'll be back regroup emotionally from this roller coaster that we just went through Mm. climb on our climb on our emotional hippogriffs Hippogriffs. and and horse beasted out of here (laughs) um but thanks for sticking with us um and uh i guess we love we love you we love you. We love you. Thank you for Aloha listening, Mora. you guys. Or what is what is a closing charm? I don't. Know, I only know the opening charm. Aloha uh, Mora to our hearts and our butts. Aw, <laughs> Aloha Mora to our hearts and our butts. Uh, not to our butts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us for You're a Wizardary. Want to help out? Go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. Want to get in touch? Email us at potterpod at geeklyinc.com or follow us on Twitter at potterpod or geeklyinc. And individually, you can find me at thriftynerd. I'm Bajaya Shreshta, and you can find me on Twitter at ethnicninja. I am Sarah Tompkins, and you should hit me up at herladytompkins. Editing help this week by Alan Matthews. Our podcast art is created by Jesse Carlton. You can find more of his work at J exclamation point on Instagram. And our music is created by Sean Fagan. Find more of his music at soundcloud.com slash sleepy fish.